This is Molly's Monsters. My name is Mick Dickinson, and I am your keeper. My name is Susan Dickinson, and I'm playing Molly Malapera. I am Katie Twaddle, and I'm playing Gal Capone. Welcome to another episode of Molly's Monsters. It has been a while, as the band Stained would had said. It's been a while. It's been a while since our dog was it loud so if you hear him in the background he currently has a big old meat bone that we're like hey this will keep him quiet and then proceeded to clonk it all around our hardwood floor so sorry about that yeah how dare our dog enjoy his bone finn um it has been a very long time since we have recorded this this podcast and i am here to tell you uh susan is not happy about it um, so we are we are launching into the story here. If you have not been listening uh, uh, in in sequence, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the original pieces of it, uh, so you can catch up with what's happening. To give some explanation as to why I am unhappy at the current moment, it is not because I don't want to be recording this podcast. It's because I want to be prepared while recording this podcast, and I am not allowed to be. Uh, it has been probably a couple months. I don't think we've recorded an episode of this since we've moved into the house. Nope. So three to four months since we've last done this. Yep. Been a lot of life that's happened. Uh, bought a house, got a dog, lots and lots of work stuff. Went on a two-week vacation. Just a lot of just in sort of in general existing. And uh, I am apparently the worst, and I don't continuously go through and re-listen to episodes of the podcast, nor do I have a particularly great memory. So I remember approximately nothing from the last episode. That's great. So it's been four months since we recorded, but here's the thing. Molly, hopping into it. Yeah. It's been a week since you're running at the Pinedale Courthouse. Gal Capone has made some inroads at Pinedale Investigative. She got hired. I don't know if we... I do, yeah. You've seen her every day. Uh, She's gotten hired for particular jobs that are separate from your public relations work. In fact... It's it's mostly the least public <laughs> relations work that she gets hired. You've tried not to ask. Uh, it's been a quiet week, which is good, since you know you, you had a whole thing. Judges and poltergeist. It wasn't it wasn't good. You got arrested. That's not that's never. Fun. I, I do I do recall. However, Arthur rolls in your office as you're finishing up a cup of coffee and reading through the day's National Enquirer because that's required reading for all of the employees at Pinedale Investigative. Uh, oh, Molly, uh, how's it going? You know, TGIF. <laughs> Hey, Arthur, just uh, doing my morning required reading. Got some pretty interesting articles in this here National Enquirer. Like what? Give me give me an example. Um, I, haven't, I, I know it's required, but I haven't gotten uh, <clears throat> around to it yet. Okay, if I'm going to have to read this rag, you're going to have to read it too. There's that same lady in Cleveland, Ohio, that has been insisting for years that every morning when she makes pancakes... They always come out in the shape of the head of Elvis Presley. Oh, yeah, Martha. Yeah. She's a good friend. Yeah. They're delicious. Is it actually Elvis? Like, is he, like... No, Elvis is dead. Don't be weird. I know he's dead, Arthur, but is it, like, his spirit trying to make a connection with Martha? Uh, I suppose, no, it's not. Uh, Martha, it's a trickster demon. Uh, It's not Elvis. It's a demon, but one of those light ones that we just kind of let get away with it. So we're we're aware of the situation. You need to really read up on the other stuff, the more important stuff, like Bat Boy. Bat Boy. He's back. Can yeah. you uh, can you give me a little bit of a reminder for oh. Arthur on the the whole background details oh. of Bat Boy? He's a he's half bat, half boy. Um, 
he got big old pointy teeth and he's scary, but he just wants to be loved. He's one of those ones. So we don't, we haven't taken care of him yet. So what exactly is he doing? Uh, I think he's uh, blogging for uh, Vice. <laughs> and is that like a problem? No, that it's we his job. Need? I mean, he, his writing isn't the best. Okay, any, but, but why do I need to know about this? Is this something that should we like... Go report on the story. No, get away. I know you used to be a news anchor, but Molly, you're not anymore. You're, you're public relations quotes. He says the word quotes, <laughs> uh, officer. And so uh, uh, you you take care of the problems that are developing, which brings me to this. We, we, we've got kind of a weird one. There's not a lot happening this week, as you've seen. We're talking about pancakes. Uh, usually in this work, people show up with gigantic holes in their neck and, hey, it's a, it's a vampire. Or, like, a mummy shows up and then it, it's a mummy. Right. This one, nothing much is happening, which makes it very difficult. But something is happening all around us. So, basically, just keep your eyes open for weirdness uh i know that's a that's a relative term what's not weird elvis pancakes and all that but still more than usual stay available stay open to to noticing things and we'll settle all the details and the the fallout from what happened last week at some point but for now just keep going on your usual course keep your eyes open for anything oh, okay arthur Okay, with this, Arthur nods and walks out from your office. It's not a particularly uh, uh, jo specific job request to go on, but it's more than you've had in, in this entire week. Mm -hmm. Wowzers, Bowsers, that is a lot loud dog out there. He's really breaking my fiction. <laughs> um, I decide that with those instructions that I've gotten from Arthur, it might be a good time to just like go take a walk around the neighborhood and... See if I notice anything different. Okay. As you take a walk around the neighborhood, uh, you remember Pinedale. Uh, the building of Pinedale Investigative mm -hmm. is in uh, kind of a downtown area. So you've got the overpass over you. Uh, as you walk around, it's it's during the workday. You don't see a lot of people strolling around, but uh, nothing too crazy is going on. It's it's a little bit chilly and a little bit damp. It's, it's the middle of October. Okay. Um, you kind of clear your head, taking a couple deep breaths. And then a man uh, in just like, he's got a coat on, a pea coat, walks up to you and he goes, it's it's you, isn't it? He says. Um, I immediately go into like internal panic mode, that feeling that you get when someone feels like they recognize you, but you've never seen them before. Actually, no. First question. Have I seen this person before? You have not. Okay. Um... And so I do the little half smile and I say, oh, I don't know, only if it's you. And he laughs. He's like, <laughs> I, I thought that video was so funny. Have you talking about the shits at the Silver Stranger? I thought it was so good. I've seen it on YouTube like a million times. Oh my God, can I take a selfie? My little half smile just like slides off of my face. And I say, um, you must have the wrong person. Hope you have a great day. And then I like walk away very quickly, like power walking back toward Pinedale. As, as you begin leaving, you kind of hear uh, uh, behind you, you'd be like, dude, you never guess who I just met. It was totally just Molly Mal. She really and then you, you leave. You head back to work? 
I do. Blushing pretty furiously, power walking back to work, goes back, sit down at my desk. Okay. Uh, uh, so keep an eye out for weirdness is a bit of a rich instruction. What have you seen in this job that hasn't been weird, right? Pretty much. But unfortunately, the rest of the job ends up without any more instructions on where to travel or what to look for. Uh, unluckily, you are headed to your parents' house for dinner tonight. Okay. Okay. Um, it's been on your calendar forever, but you nearly forgot. Uh, but you remembered at the last minute to go grocery shopping. What sort of thing is Molly going to bring to a dinner with her parents? Um, Molly is going to bring... She's going to bring some of that, like, fresh bakery baguette bread. Um, that you see in the movies. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's going to bring a bottle of red wine for her dad and some nice, cheery daffodils for her mom. Okay. So you uh, uh, leave Pinedale in, in your personal car at the end of the day. It's Friday night. You head on over to the EconoSave uh, a couple blocks away mm-hmm. uh, to get the required materials. Across the street is your alma mater, Pinedale High. The trees in the front lawn are beginning to lose almost all their leaves. As a wind gusts, one nearly sheds all it had left. It's officially fall. Mm-hmm. The school is decorated with lots of streamers and materials, and you wonder if it's homecoming night or something, but there's no one in the football stadium. It must just be a spirit thing, whatever it is high schools get up to these days. Uh, inside, holding your basket, a man in a red fleece quarter zip steps up to you as you as you were holding a baguette and red wine, and then some daff- you're looking through the daffodil section. He goes, as I live and breathe, it's you. Again, I do that little half smile, and I say, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if we've met before. He says, I'm, I'm Sean. We went to high school together. Do I recognize, does that ring a bell? Do I recognize Sean? Nope. Right. Um, I fake it. Oh my gosh, Sean, good to see you. Hey, what's going on across the street at the high school? I noticed all the streamers. Oh, that's why I'm back in town. I mean, I would I don't just drive up to the Econo Save, you know, the 14-hour drive, uh, being as far away as I am, you know. Um, so I'm I'm back for the for uh our thing to tomorrow. Uh I again have absolutely no idea what he's talking about, so I try to um investigate a mystery. Okay, you're gonna need to grab two D6. There's one in that, and I'm gonna get the other one. Cause we lost our dice. So we had to get new ones. I don't know if you know this about dice, everybody, but they are surprisingly expensive. Okay, investigate a mystery is two D6 plus something. Sharp. Investigate a mystery plus sharp. So two D6 plus two for me. Woo, your first good roll, 12. Hey, rude. Um, so I am going to engage in conversation to try to figure out what he's talking about. You're like, oh, yeah, the thing tomorrow. Um, can you remind me, what time does it start? Uh, he, he says, it's. I mean, it technically starts around 6, but you know how these things are. Everyone's going to show up at like 7 or 7.30 after they've been to the bars. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, have you heard of anyone else who's coming to town? Pretty much everybody. I was surprised. I wouldn't think that this many people would show up, but it's pretty much everybody. He's really excited. Okay. Um, I still need to figure out what I'm going to wear. What are you planning on wearing? Well, you know, I don't know what color the name tags are going to be or whatever, but probably just like a polo and slacks. I'm um, pretty normie kind of guy. I mean, I know that where I come from or where I live right now, uh, you might expect something crazy and with my job and everything, you know, um, but I'll just go pretty normal. I hear Jared's supposed to, is going to wear his football jersey. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's can't wait questions. to see. Um, I am 
going to assume and going to continue this conversation as though this is my high school reunion that's happening <laughs> tomorrow. Um, okay, so um, I'm trying to think of what else I need to know or ask about this. Um, well, hey, I am running late to dinner with my parents. Um, you know, it'll be so great to see them. Haven't haven't been over there in a while, but hey, I'll see you tomorrow, okay? Looking like, forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be a great time. You come and find me by the punch bowl. I'm bringing a flask. Okay, Sean, you, you, you crazy you. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Great running into you. <laughs> crazy old mom. Okay. okay. <laughs> Same now it's time for a little bit of discussion. Looking at your calendar on your phone, you did indeed place your fifth year high school reunion on, on your, your calendar. That okay. is very odd since you only barely remember even getting invited. You definitely don't remember RSVPing or making the decision to actually go. So now we have to have this question. What was Molly like in high school? So Molly was the kind of girl that really bloomed in college, like a lot of the confidence and the skills that allowed her to get her reporting job right out of college um, that she failed so spectacularly at. Um, those skills, those personality traits didn't really start to shine until she um, became a student at Cascadia State. Um, Which in is high the college school, in town. Yeah. In high school, Molly liked to kind of fly under the social radar. Um, she was a little bit awkward, but she had like a, a decent group of friends. Um, she was really involved with speech and debate. Um, and she did like one play her junior year. So she had a couple. She was like kind of friends with some of the weird theater kids. Mm. Mm -hmm. No, I asked about Molly, not Susan Dickinson. <laughs> that was not entirely me. Yeah, well, write what you know, they say, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, you are headed to your parents' place. Your head kind of uh, uh, spinning with all this sort of stuff. Uh, you leave the brick urban center of Pinedale by only a couple blocks before lawns become wider and greener. Uh, uh, and you're in comfortable suburbia pretty quick. Pinedale's not a huge town. As you pull up to your parents' house, the sun is beginning to set. It's a comfortable Dutch colonial with a wide porch in the front, a couple rocking chairs like always. Uh, your parents have outdone themselves this year for Halloween, which is in two weeks. That's pretty odd because it wasn't much of an event for you when you were a kid. So apparently since they've grown old, they, they've really gotten into Halloween. A spooky skeleton is in one of the rocking chairs, those blow-up decorations that look better in the Home Depot than they do on your yard. Even some cotton spider webbing filling in the corners of the porch. Whatever, you know, they're retired. They can do whatever they want. Um, you and your parents, is this a doorbell ringing relationship or just a walk on in? Kind walk of? on in. Okay, you walk on in and immediately, even before you've like, hi, I'm home, your mother has appeared around the corner. Uh, she is wearing kind of like a, a track, like the... Uh, Performance gear. Oh, okay, she's kind yeah. of like performance. Athleisure. Athleisure. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Um, she's got the the manager haircut uh, a little bit. They can't talk to your manager, but it's fine because she's not that type of person. She's just mom haircut. Are we just talking about Terry right now? <laughs> no, she doesn't want to talk about athleisure because this is the next thing. Uh, she's at the door. Your mother, Hexen Malfikaram, is at the door greeting you. Red wine in her hand. Gigantic glass of red wine. Mm -hmm. She's very excited to see you. Uh, Harold, your dad is standing behind her with his hands in his pockets. 
how rare of an event is you coming to your parents' house? Um, little hit and miss. I try to come home like every or like see them every six weeks or so. Okay. So not every weekend, but also not only a handful of times a year. Okay. Well, in either case, uh, your mother is very excited to see you. She gives you a big old bear hug uh, with the wine around your back. And then she notices the uh, bottle of wine in your hand. She goes, perfect. I only have two bottles left. And she grabs it and walks back to the kitchen. And your your dad is sitting there and, and then he kind of takes his hands out of his pockets and gives you a, a pretty good hug as well. But kind of like the uh, I don't need to hug you real tight to prove anything kind of hug. And he goes, good to see you. Sport? Who says sport anymore? Molly, good to see you. You're a grown woman. I shouldn't be doing anything like this. Oh, yep. Hi, Dad. How's hey, it going? It's good. Uh, it's a cold one, huh? Yeah. Hey, love all the Halloween decorations. When did you and Mom get so into decorating? Oh, you know, we got that skeleton this year, but we've had the rest of the stuff in the garage, he says. Looks great. Love it. Thank really you. like the spider webs in the corner. That's a Most nice of them touch. are fake. Oh, gross. I haven't been getting around <laughs> to cleaning in a while, you know. So gross. Been flying my drones out at the park. Yeah? yeah. How's that going? How's everything oh, else? What's hey, new? It's flying high. Yeah? I well, I hope a... those drones are flying high. Yeah. I wish it was a uh, model ship guy so I could say it was going swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Good one, Dad, and give him a little little punch on the shoulder. Yeah. And so you walk back in and they kind of take a seat. Uh, uh, everything is... is Going okay. Your mother's preparing dinner. You got the baguettes, and she goes, "Oh, you brought baguettes. Uh, that'll go great with our stir fry." She says. Oh shoot! I thought in the text message you said that you were making spaghetti, so I brought this to make garlic bread. I mean, so maybe I must have misread that. I'm sorry. Maybe autocorrect corrected stir fry to spaghetti, but that's fine. We'll we'll have it for breakfast tomorrow. Okay. Breakfast baguettes. Um, you're not planning on staying for breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so you, you go through the cooking and it's the typical small talk until, uh, you're, you're sitting around after dinner. You've had two glasses of wine. Your mom's had about four and your dad has cracked open a couple of beers or whatever. And so your mother kind of looks at you and she goes, so how is the internet for you these days? Okay, mom, I guess I, we haven't really talked a ton about it. Um, you know, I have just decided that. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not talking about it. I'm going to move on. Got a new job. It's totally fine. Your father is sitting there trying to look very serious and listening to you very intently, but you can tell he just really wants to laugh at you. Dad, dad, it's fine. You can laugh. It's okay. It was funny. The eggs at the Silver Stranger, it's so... Let me just say, I relate. <laughs> All right, but you know on it's a live crazy. Mic, so many people relate. Maybe, I'm totally not the only one. I just happen to say it on live television. Hey, maybe the consumer protection company bureau should hire you, food critic. Maybe you know I me, mean? just protecting the public. And so you're the you're, uh, the task of a journalist. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, what what have you been doing since then? Because I don't. It looks like you're not on anymore. Yeah. Um. So. Just to, you know, take a little bit of a break from the public eye until the internet videos die down a little bit. Um, I'm transitioning into more of a PR role, trying to build up some of my skills, you know, behind the scenes, doing a little bit more investigative work. Hmm. Um, you know, just, just taking a break from being on camera for a bit. So Good for the soul. Investigative, like a, like, is it a newspaper out of town or... 
Um, no, it's actually um, a, a, an organization, a little bit lower profile organization right here in Pinedale called Pinedale Investigative. Your parents kind of exchange a look. A, a private investigation services? Is, is that what, I mean, I knew journalism and papers were in trouble, but is that what it's come to these days? You're, you're no, kind of don't worry about it. I'm just, it's just temporary. Okay. I'm just taking a little bit of a break until the YouTube video just kind of goes out of circulation okay. for a little bit. Your mom says, I, I'm very interested to know what brought you to this place in your life. Uh, she's not like being mean about it. She's, she is loving and supporting. But, but no matter what it is, we, we are here for you. Uh, but that that's all too serious, and it's a fun night tonight. So are you excited about your high school reunion tomorrow? Yeah, so that actually brings up a good point. I ran to the grocery store before I came over here to pick up the wine, mm -hmm. and I ran into a guy who, based on the oh, conversation... Oh, yeah, Sean Tinker. He texted us about how he ran into you, and you didn't even remember him. Sean Tinker. He was over here all the time. I don't remember him at all. That's weird. Okay, tell me more about Sean Tinker. What? Who was he in high school? What was he like? Oh, Why were we friends? What is he doing now? He was one of the... He, I mean, you, he, you couldn't keep him out of the gym even though he was terrible at every single sport he tried. He was, he was one of the, those weird jocks that's not any good, but he's still a good guy. And your dad kind of laughs. He's like, yeah, when you guys went to... Uh, when you almost went to homecoming together. I'm sorry to bring that up. I know it's painful, but when you guys almost went to homecoming together, that was, uh, that was pretty funny. I, I'm continuing to look a little bit puzzled. So what is Sean doing now? He mentioned that he had to drive over 14 hours to get mm -hmm. here. He's he's out there in uh, uh, Fort Collins. Okay. Uh, and he, he's like, I don't know if he's making beer or making bicycles or making beer that make bicycles, but... I it's feel like some those one are of those things. pretty much two of the three job opportunities in Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah, and we sell her. Yeah. So it might be that one. Maybe that one, too. But, I mean, we're in Oregon, so you probably moved to Washington if you want to be a weed seller. A dispenser A A dispenser? Okay. Miss words. Sorry, I didn't graduate from college. Um, so, you kind of, like, keep talking. Do you have any more pressing questions? Um, since mom's a little drunk and dad's pretty non-judgmental, I'm going to go ahead and kind of slide it in there. You know, maybe it was just the craziness of the last couple weeks, but the reunion kind of snuck up on me. To be completely honest, I didn't even really think about it until I ran into Sean today at the store. Hmm. Your dad says that's, that's, I mean, that happens to everybody. Life gets crazy. Uh, the, it is pretty odd. I mean, high school was like, you loved it. You, you, so I thought you'd be excited to go back. You were crazy about it, uh, before you went to, to Cascadia. But I mean, life gets crazy. Like you move on. It's been five years. It doesn't seem like it to us. Seems like you just, you know, took your first steps. Oh, dad. I kind of rub his shoulder and he lean goes, in for a little half hug. And he gives you the half hug. He's like, we're, we're happy to have you as, as many times as you'd like to come back. Just... Stay safe in that crazy world. I will, Dad. Love you. I love you, too. Um, so you, you head out from your parents' house. The conversation kind of takes a normal route mm -hmm. from there. Um, and then it is it is Saturday. It is the day of your high school reunion. So I wake up in the morning. I'm thinking about the events of the previous day and 
this guy that I apparently was really good friends with to the point where he has my parents' phone numbers. We almost went to homecoming together. It's only been five years, but I don't remember him at all. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking this seems a little strange. Either there's something wrong with my memory or there's something wrong with everyone else's. So I decide that this falls into the category of vague general weirdness. And so I decided to give Arthur a call. Okay, uh, you hear on the other line, uh, hello? Hey, Arthur, I know it's early on a Saturday. I'm so sorry to bother you. You know how you told me to be on the lookout for something odd? Yeah, I guess. So, I went over to my parents' house last night, and Mm -hmm. I stopped at the store, and I explained the whole situation about running into Sean, and what my parents had to say about him all this. Arthur, it's just so weird. Apparently, I was really good friends with this guy. We were super close. He actually texted my parents yesterday. But I have no memory of him at all. I also have no memory of this high school reunion. It's on my calendar, but I don't remember RSVPing. I don't remember putting it on there. Well, you know, um, I haven't had my coffee yet. I was up late last night. Uh, But life moves fast, I guess. Um, I don't. I don't know what you're like in high school. Maybe. And oh. then you hear him kind of like start to breathe a little bit more heavily. Arthur. Yeah. Arthur, you what? there? Mm-hmm. What? What do you think about this? Do you think this is anything, oh, or do you think um, this is just me being forgetful? Uh, I think it's it's weird. That's for sure. I don't know what the answer is, so I'd say follow your your nose a little bit. Toucan Sam. Or is it Toucan Dan? What would you think about me taking somebody with me? You know, as my plus one to the reunion, just in case something happens. Okay, like, I think I don't look like it's my fifth year reunion, so I'm too old. Who who are you taking? Well, Gal's pretty young. Oh, she requested tonight off. I don't remember why, but uh, she is indisposed tonight. I'm sorry. Shoot. Um, uh, what about Roman? Uh, yeah, I guess you could take him. Um, you'll have to call him. He, he might not like. Jesus Christ! Sorry, my dog is eating my phone right now. <laughs> um, he he might like like going on a date. He's you know his wife did get killed by Frankenstein's monster. Okay, well, I'll be sure to not market it as a date. Okay. Thanks for your help, Arthur. Go back to bed. What? Bye. And I hang up. Um, I decide that since calling Arthur pretty early in the morning didn't seem to be a great idea after all, I'm just going to shoot Roman a text. Uh, and I text him and say, hey, been some weird stuff going on regarding my class reunion. You interested in coming with me tonight to check it out? Just to clarify, not a date. Okay. About two hours after that, you receive back K. Um, I decide that Roman is too much of Roman to really understand the intricacies of proper texting. So I just text in the details and the location. Meet me at my apartment uh, at 6 p.m. I'll fill you in on the details. Okie doke. Uh, you want to skip there, or do you have anything else you want to do during your Saturday? Uh, let's skip there. Okay. So at 6 p.m., you are dressed in... 
Uh, I am dressed in a pretty simple outfit, a long sleeve blue, navy blue dress, a um, little bit past knee length, pretty sensible shoes, like mm. flats or whatever. Um, something that I'm hoping will not attract too much attention to me, and that is like plain enough to be able to kind of fit in with whatever anyone else is wearing. Nice. Roman kind of, Roman walks up to your door at 5.50, mm-hmm. knocks on it. Uh, and you you open the door to find him in uh, like a uh, completely black t-shirt, a black leather jacket, black jeans, and black combat boots. He's he's ready for like a, an op. Um, I suggest that maybe we ditch the leather jacket. The all black, everything else is probably fine. But maybe when we get there, take it off, put it on the coat rack, look a little bit less like a biker man. But there's there's my my op clothes. Am I not supposed to wear my op clothes? Because this op involves blending in, Roman. Ugh. It's a disguise. We're undercover. Should I keep my gun or... Oh, Jesus, no. I'm... You cannot bring a gun in here. To your apartment? You own one. No, not to my apartment. To the class reunion. Ugh, fine, he says. You can bring it and leave it in the car. How's that? Fine. This isn't a date, he says. Yes, I understand that. I'm the one who told how you many, that this isn't a date. How many drink tickets do I get? We each get three. I'll give you all three of mine if you just promise to drink them slowly and behave. Hell yeah, he says and punches the air. And Ophelia, how is like, who's that? You're a roommate. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Have a good night. Off to my class reunion. See you later. Bye. Push Roman out the door. Push Roman into the car. Uh, on the way over, I fill him in on the details of what happened yesterday um, mentioned that Arthur had told me to be on the lookout for anything weird. I thought this qualified, but Arthur didn't seem to be too worried about it. But Arthur, at before 9 a.m., Arthur's pretty useless, especially on Saturdays. Yeah, so, I kind of figured that one out. Um, all right, sorry. Bye what are, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, Roman? Do you think this is weird? Do you think I'm losing my mind? Well, I wouldn't put it past you to lose your mind, but... Uh, it is pretty weird, I have to say. So maybe we should check this out, see if anything else weird happens. I don't know. Okay. Some sort of construct. Anything in particular I should be on the lookout for? Any more of those, like, vastly different from how you expected things to go would probably be a good idea. Okay. But um, don't expect this, any points to between the two, to go vastly different than you expect. And he cracks his knuckles. I roll my eyes. Okay. All right, Roman. I Thank know, you I'm, for coming. I am sexy and everything. You have feelings for me. But mm. it's just not going to happen. Thank you for your honesty. I'm personally devastated, but I think I can carry on. He, he seems smugly satisfied by your answer. Like, I knew it. Um, I, in, in true reporter uh, fashion, I have a little notebook in my purse. Mm-hmm. And I have been, like, jotting down a couple of little details, like... Um, Sean's name and the things that my parents told me about Sean, etc., etc. Um, just so that I can keep track of anything that seems to be abnormal, like Roman recommended. Sounds good. I've now found you the stuff that you need to have a notebook. A notebook. A notebook. And then. Um, okay, so you pull up to Pinedale High. The the trees look even less uh, full than they did before, but now you have figured out that those streamers and decorations and everything is because of the reunion. In fact, when you look at the the sign, like you need to... Uh, okay, thank God it's recording. I just now thought to look. As you look at the sign, you in fact see Welcome Class of 
2011. It is apparently only 2016, but whatever. Um, class of 2011. Uh, most schools don't have a five-year reunion, but this one does because why not? Um, this school, you remember from only five years ago, already looks incredibly different. Uh, Pinedale is known for its its passing of bond issues whenever they come up. It's got a college in town, so it's a pretty liberal, you know, pro-education sort of, of town. Uh, so the entranceway that you used to have or used to go through that was basically just two doors and then the welcome desk has been turned into like this gigantic atrium with with columns and everything like that. And as you walk in, things get very different and there's nobody there. So there's a sign for the reunion, but there's no one actually there. At that entrance. Um do, did I did I bring with me like the invitation? Sure. Um, I double checked the invitation to see if there was any information about what door to go in. It's gonna be in the gym. Okay, so I attempt to navigate from where we currently are over to the gym. Okay, so as you kind of walk through, um, you remember like, oh, this is you know my locker was down that way, or this is where this thing happened, but it still looks very different. It used to be this really weird burnt orange carpet. Uh, now everything is tiled and it's like clean and chromey and the mm -hmm. hallways are wide. You used to have to like go shoulder to shoulder with your classmates to actually get through. Uh, and now there's there's plenty of room. The lockers are nice and neat. As, even as you look into the, the dark classrooms on the inside, it's all uh, like very nice and, and neat and everything. It's, it's very cool. odd. But you, the hallways are still the same. It is not Hogwarts. The hallways have not moved. Uh, and you make your way down uh, uh, or across the school and down the steps to the cafeteria with the, the gym just being on the other side. Okay. Uh, as we're walking, I'm reminiscing about my high school days to Roman and then like pointing things out like, oh, this was the classroom for such and such teacher. She was one of my favorites. And oh, my locker was over here senior year and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and he is extremely disinterested and does not care. He is like, oh, drink tickets. Uh, but you reach the other side as you begin to walk down the steps. You you hope to hear, or actually over the uh, uh, like the gym sound system, they're playing some tunes, and you hear like a, a '90s era, even though you guys graduated in 2011. Um, oh, I can't think of the song. What's like the, the perfect slow motion entrance song? Kiss me. That's the one. Oh, so, kiss me. As yeah. kiss me is playing, kiss me. Uh, you're walking down the steps and you're feeling like you should be walking in slow motion. You, you see the gigantic group of people in front of you. Mm -hmm. And as you are walking down the steps, all of them turn and look at you walking down the steps. And they're like, uh, typical Molly wants to make an entrance. And they're laughing at you. Uh, couldn't come in the regular doors, huh? <laughs> and they all start laughing. They like raise their little glasses up to you. I give like an awkward wave and then I like lean towards Roman and I'm like, that's weird. Maybe it's just like my own perception of myself, but that's not really who I was in high school. And then one guy down there at the bottom yells, uh, we've got t plenty of food, but don't try the eggs. And everyone starts laughing. Um, as you walk down the steps, you are going to uh, uh, begin meeting a bunch of people. They've got a bunch of name tags. There's nothing happening out our back door. Uh, a dog barks suddenly. <laughs> it's a dog attack. Um, as you walk down the steps, they've got a table full of name tags. Yours is, is right there. You find it pretty fast. Molly, uh, Malficarum, it says on it. And then you, you take a blank one for Roman and you, you uh, write 
something on it. Do mm-hmm. you write Roman or do you write something else? Um, I write Roman and then I look over to him. I'm like, can you remind me how to spell your last name? Or is he, or are you just a, uh, are you just a one name kind of guy? He goes, Molly, I know what you're doing. You just don't remember my last name. It's Giorgio. <laughs> We've been working together for like three weeks. Giorgio, G-E-O-R-G-I-O. <laughs> Giorgio. I've played that one before and so you write it on. Okay. And that is where we're going to have to stop. So, gal. Yes. Oh, we're recording now? Yes. Cool. Cool. Gal, you are uh, uh, leaving your car, which you have just made, if I am not mistaken, right? Because you have yes. leveled up. So you, what kind of car does Gal Capone step out of? Um, that is an excellent question. I feel like it's got to be like some kind of SUV type dealy walk because that's very much Gal style. Um, is to be large and obnoxious, probably with like those dumb spinning chrome hubcaps. Wow, is going for it, huh? Oh, 100%. I mean, when we first met Gal, she was in trouble for grand larceny, so that's just kind of <laughs> who she is as a human at all times. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'm looking the thing up. I thought you got to make your, oh no, it's just while driving. Okay, you own two, two... Two vehicles. Yeah, okay. And one of them is an SUV. Sweet. One of them is an SUV. I think the other one's going to be a motorcycle. I just want that to be canon now. Okay, there we go. So, welcome to the background of the podcast. Now, you pull up to your uh, uh, high school reunion. It's been five years. Pinedale High, out of the, the wheels still spinning on your SUV. What sort of thing would Gal Capone be dressed in when she's she's headed to a five-year reunion? Um, okay, so five-year reunion, it's like not as intense as the 10 or 15 or 20 or something like that. So I feel like, and she's pretty nondescript as a person. Um, so Says I, the girl who just got out of the gigantic SUV with the spinning. Yes. Uh, she's a hypocrite. Um, <laughs> so probably just like, like a plain jeans converse uh maybe like flannel unbuttoned Mm. with like a vague graphic tee underneath real 90s very 90s i see uh you are the class of 2011 by the way we've we've decided sorry for older listeners who are realizing that people who graduated in 2011 are now five years are actually a little bit further from five years away but it just felt too wrong to say the class of 2013 boy uh or 2012 i suppose anyway never mind um, but you uh, kind of follow the crowd full of people walking in uh, to the the gym. It looks a little bit different from the last time you were here. The gym's gotten a little bit bigger. Uh, the cafeteria that you're about to walk into, the doors are much nicer. Uh, they're propped open, which you had never seen before. So basically, uh, the high school has improved in the years since. Uh, you, you know that Pinedale often passes bond issues and all that fun stuff. Um, so you're following some people in, and, and a, a young woman steps up to you and be like, I can't believe it. It's Gal. Oh, my gosh. It's been forever, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, we uh, we uh, uh, haven't seen each other at all, but that's fine because people, you know, people drift apart. You did your thing, and of course, you know, I've been doing mine. Yeah, and how's that? That thing going for you, huh? Oh, she says it, it's it's been up and down. That's just the business, you know. It just goes up and down. Yeah, businesses always go up and down, right? That, <laughs> that's that's businesses. So <laughs> everyone is streaming into the the entryway, and there's there's the note card or the uh, like 
hello, my name is uh, stickers and everyone's writing on them and everything. And uh, What do you write on yours? Um, Gal... C. Gal C. Gal C. On the thing. Which sounds kind of like a experiment. Like (laughs) like John Doe, Gal C. C. Yeah, Gal C has escaped. Shut down the whole facility. Um, So Gal C on the chest, you're you're kind of walking around. You see a couple different people have drinks uh, and they're getting to it. And as you take a closer look at the people around you, you notice that most of them have put some sort of nickname on their uh, name tag. So not their actual name, but like champ or cheddar or whatever like that <laughs> pork pork yeah and uh, uh some people are wearing nicer stuff than you some people are wearing lesser things than you like football jerseys that still quite don't fit and everything like that but everybody's kind of getting their their first couple drinks they're they're meeting people uh what where do you go what do you look for oh i'm going for the for the drinks first 100 this has already been like gal's usual maximum capacity for awkward so we need to like help get through this you exchange one of your drink one of your three drink tickets only three damn i know um it's cash bar past that uh to the guy standing uh it's pretty funny they they have opened up like the cafeteria tray line and the bartender (laughs) is standing behind the cafeteria tray line so people are, are kind of like shuffling through uh while you're waiting in line another man steps up to you another man that you do not recognize and goes i honestly gotta tell you I did not think you'd be coming, he says. Does he have a name tag on? He does. It says John. John. Excellent. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I was on the fence, but I got the night off work, and I figured, you know, why why not stop by, see some good old faces? Oh, yeah. I know how much you loved everybody in high school, he says. And so now this brings us to an important conversation. What was Gal like in high school? <laughs> Um, so I feel like Gal was very much the kid in the back of the classroom blatantly not paying attention when asked a question would give the correct answer kind of person. Uh, the one who definitely did not fork the football field the night before homecoming and the one that definitely did not put dry ice down the toilets. Uh, All these things people suspected of her could not confirm. Uh, I'm going to call it not guilty. Not necessarily innocent, but but not not guilty. guilty. Uh, I don't think Gal was ever malicious in any of her Mm -hmm. uh, happenings. Like it wasn't to target any individual, uh, but just sort of a don't mess with me and I won't put milk in your locker kind of thing. Okay, nice. So this is pretty much where I saw Gal being as well. (laughs) Um, So John is is waiting in the line as you kind of shuffle forward. He's like, you know... uh, uh, it's been a it's been a good couple five years. Things uh things pretty much the same. How have you been staying the same or? Uh... Oh, you know, just just trying out different things, trying to trying to get my my uh, feel for where I want to be. Where are you now? I can't remember. Oh, you know, just working for my dad, family business, everything like that. How's that going? Lots of people involved in business here. <laughs> I, I well, noticed. yeah, I mean, there's not much else to do. What am I gonna be like a teacher or something? And, yeah, who yeah, would, who would, who would do, do that? that? <laughs> um, and so he, you kind of make the same old small talk as you go around the thing. Any any special uh, look into? Uh, gal's soul when we see the drink that she gets or is it um whiskey neat whiskey neat so you get poured a a, a rail whiskey uh which for this this uh or is gal the type of one that's like i got a drink ticket i'm going whole hog on this drink ticket um 
Normally she would, but like I said, maximum capacity awkward. She's okay. not going to fight the bartender on the type of I liquor see. right now. I remember when I was a bartender and you get a drink ticket, it'd be like double Grey Goose and vodka, like the most expensive drink we had. Anyway, so you She get... wants to get away from John as quickly mm. as possible and to like someone she actually knows. I'm sorry to say he follows you, continuing to talk to you and actually awesome. kind of reaches out and grabs your elbow and goes, oh, I know. <laughs> Okay, but you gotta you gotta meet the meet the crew, and he takes you over. Um, can I like what's John wearing? Like, can I tell anything about him at all? John's John's got a good old uh. uh so you see a, a green and yellow polo. It is atrocious, but it's got the it's got the uh, predominantly green or predominantly yellow. Predominantly green, okay. which is weird because the mascot's a hornet, and hornets are predominantly yellow. Yeah, but there's no accounting for taste. Uh, so he's got the hornet on his on his breast, and he's like, yeah, you know, still, still wearing the school things. Pick this up at the uh, the Econo save. They still got all the uh, Pinedale High merchandise. They always did. They always... That Econo save. Yeah, Lots of when... good memories there. I'm sure. Like what? Oh, you know, just those Thursday before the game picking up supply deals. Totally. And he, he kind of brings you over and he's like, do you remember the crew, right? Do I remember the crew? Is <laughs> you, the, you don't. You maybe like kind of one of them. You, you recognize their face. But John and... The woman in the parking lot are not just like I don't remember. I don't remember your name. It's like I don't remember you. And this. Okay, I want to establish that this is not because Gal was involved in any severe alcohol or drug abuse. It is not like one of just mild enough (laughs) that she should be remembering. How big was her class? How big is Uh, the big the Pinedale school class is probably about two. 75. So I should at least be like, I've seen these people and it's not like they've gained 800 pounds and Mm -hmm. they're... Well, there's one that, you know, kind of everyone's talking about the weight they've lost and you can see like the loose skin and everything. He's wearing a way too big uh, football jersey. He's got the name tag pork. He's pork. Okay. Uh, And so you're, you, you are... Holding your mouth, your glass to your mouth for as long as possible without drinking so that nobody asks you to talk and it, it is going well and then something else happens. Gal, as you struggle through with your glass to your lips, you begin to hear a bunch of uh, uh, yelling, a bunch of laughs, and you you look to the side where people usually would walk up the cafeteria steps into the, the classroom hallways uh, to find uh, a familiar figure walking down as everyone is cheering for her. Hey, Molly! Uh, Molly is walking down the stairs with a, a dark and brooding man on her shoulder uh, with a leather jacket, black leather jacket, black t-shirt, black pants, and black combat boots. Uh, you recognize him from Pinedale Investigative Headquarters. You haven't probably spoken to him that much, but he is a co-worker of, of Molly. And I suppose yours. Uh, Molly's making an entrance just as is playing, uh, and everyone is kind of cheering at her. Uh, someone suggests that she doesn't get the eggs at the buffet because it gives her the shits, and everyone uh, laughs, right? Because, as you you seem to remember, there was a uh, she had a news blooper where she got caught saying such things on the live mic. Anyway, she makes her way down to the uh, plastic folding table where all of the name tags are kept. And did you write your your own name on? You wrote Molly on your mm-hmm. name tag. Okay. So uh, Molly, you you make it down to the the end of the steps, and you look to the side, and you see struggling to leave a conversation your coworker Gal Capone. Okay. Can, can I see her name tag at all? Uh-huh. Does it have her own name? It says Gal C on it. Okay. But as you look around the rest of the, the crowd, there are people with nicknames on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, there's a man in a, a draping football jersey. 
that has obviously lost a lot of weight that says pork on it. Um, and then there's other guys, you know, champ and sport and all those kind of things. Okay. Uh, and then most girls have just their names because um, girls don't get nicknames that are nice. I um, angle Roman towards where Gal is and try to, it looks like you want to leave the conversation that you're in. To be like, hey, oh my gosh, hey you, it's so good to see you. Come on over here for a minute. Let's oh, catch absolutely. Up. Hey, Molly. I'm sorry, guys. I gotta catch up. Oh yeah, well, with Molly. That's, I, we I we, we go way back. We go way back. Just just don't question it. It's fine. It's all fine. Okay. And they look very confused that you two would be talking to each other. Um. So we like go off like a little bit away from the people that you were chatting with. Hey, what are you doing here? I talked to Arthur earlier and he said that you had a thing tonight. Yeah, this is my class reunion. Why are you here? This is also my class reunion. (laughs) You're a dick. Thank you.